0: Connecting to the AOC Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay.
1: What is AOC? What is community media? Maybe these are small questions, but they have big answers. So big, in fact, that we had to make a whole podcast about just that. The short answer is in our mission statement building an informed and engaged community through media technology and education i'm matt roberts
0: All right, so tell us uh, your first and last name for us and spell it out.
2: Uh, Patrick So, that's Mm P-A-T-R-I-C-K, last name, S-E-A-U-X.
0: Well, great, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining us today for Community Quotes. Uh, Tell me a little bit about your childhood. Where did you grow up and what was it like?
2: I was born in a town called La Tvilaja de Crater, Cled- that's the small village of the craters, mm-hmm. uh which is over there by Bosco. Okay. Born there, but lived out in the country. Uh, my birth was <laughs> kind of unusual. My mother had gotten up to go to the bathroom, and I was born as she was walking. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, a lot of back then it was a lot of uh, what is that? The person that helps the a mother, housewife or a uh, midwife. A midwife. midwife. Yeah. yeah. So they uh, they called them her later, and but uh, that's that's how I was born. Well, that was quick. Yes.
0: So you were in a hurry to get out.
2: I was a, actually <laughs> I was the seventh son.
0: Oh, seventh son! Wow. Yes.
2: And uh, I was the last one. Okay. To be born. And
0: uh, so you were the baby of seven children. I was a baby, yeah. So, would you consider well, yourself to be spoiled? Not
2: really. No, no not really. Uh, no, my mother believed in you know spare the rod spoil the child. Mm-hmm. Now my father didn't. He didn't lay a hand on me. Mhm. But uh yeah.
0: Well having that many siblings and that big of a family, I would presume you had errands to do or chores around the house. Mm.
2: Not not at not at that age. Okay. Uh, I was just, you know, just a young kid that didn't really do my older brothers did. Mm-hmm. They had to do things, but they tormented me also. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh They got payback from my father. Gotcha, (laughs) gotcha.
0: Where did you go to school?
2: Uh, Started off at a place called Rain High. Well, Mm -hmm. uh, Rain Elementary, and Mm -hmm. then then I went to Rain High for a while. Left. We moved to Lafayette, and came back and uh, to Rain, and went back to Rain High. Mm-hmm. And until I was a sophomore, okay. then went back to Lafayette. Mm-hmm. My parents were separated. By okay, the way. okay. Yeah. They were divorced. Uh, yeah, ran away from, ran away from my father to go to my mother, because my mother promised me peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it was worth it for you.
2: Oh, baby, was it ever? <laughs> back then? Yeah, it was. That's kind of different.
0: Okay, know. so after school or high school, what did you do?
2: After high school, I went into the military. I went mm-hmm. to the Air Force. Uh, I was a. Um, I started off as uh, law enforcement. Then I went into canine. Mm-hmm. So I went to Texas for training. From Texas, left there and went to uh, first place was Thailand. And uh, well, take a Went First place was Hawaii, mm-hmm. then Thailand, and then uh, Vietnam, and then back to Thailand, and then came home, mm-hmm. and then thirty days later, I went back.
0: You were there during the Vietnam conflict. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that experience?
2: Uh, not really. Not really. Uh. I'm, I'm also P- PTSD, also. Okay. So, uh, yeah. There was combats and this, you know.
0: It had an impact on you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely did.
0: Yeah. Uh, after you um, had the military experience, what right. did you do?
2: I, I became a manager. Okay. Uh, fast food for McDonald's then i went to that then i went to uh, burger king mm-hmm. and then i went to one called burger chef in virginia mm-hmm. and i did that for about, about 17 years also oh wow all combined and then i was the area marketing manager for burger king mm-hmm. and then burger king sold Louisiana and some other states to a, a company called Chart House. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but anyway, mm-hmm. and that's an Sidron and then a myriad of different companies gotcha. that w- that were within the whole corporation mm-hmm. did that, and then came back to uh, Lafayette. I'm sorry, this was in Baton Rouge. Gotcha yeah Baton Rouge came back to Lafayette
0: mm-hmm.
2: and worked and worked for them uh, for quite a while okay then after that uh, I worked for an abrasive company
1: okay
2: I don't mean you know you know what abrasives are probably <laughs> not one people call it sandpaper Okay. Sand has nothing to do with it. It's, it's a, actually man-made abrasives, mm-hmm. like aluminum oxide, silicon carbide, uh, ceramics and all that. So I sold, we manufactured product here in Lafayette, mm-hmm. uh, a premier abrasive. And then premier abrasive was bought by Sia. And then Capco, these are different companies that were part of SIA at the time. Anyway, so sales, I did sales. And just went around and contacted different companies using embraces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we sold 54-inch like belts. Okay. Yeah. that They used for like sanding... Uh, boards, uh, mm-hmm. plywood, uh, weatherboard, this, this a, I could go on and on, but. Right, it, yeah, right. Well, yeah. it
0: sounds completely contrasting from the food industry. Yes. Yeah? <laughs> it was, yeah,
2: it was. Good. And when, and when I left that, I went, I went to marketing mm-hmm. for a, uh, Religious company. Okay. Say, yeah. Gabriel Holy Land. Mm-hmm. We were in Brothers Shopping Center here in Lafayette. And the same thing, just sales, marketing, and kind of starting it out because it was new. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came from Michigan down to Lafayette. But they had a history of knowing the people here in uh, okay. Lafayette.
0: Okay. Well, let me ask you this because. Um, I'd like to know more about your your history with AOC. I did ask you before we started Mm -hmm. the interview about uh, how long you've been a member here, and and you told me uh, 18 years approximately, which is wonderful. Tell me how you first got involved with AOC and why you got involved.
2: The reason for AOC was I wanted to produce a Christian television program. Mm -hmm. And the church that I was going to didn't have any kind of um, outward um, way of doing their messages. They didn't promote it outwardly. Mm-hmm. So I got involved, I did the like the church bulletin, got involved with that. And then when I started, I, I knew some people, my son also was doing things with AOC. And he got kind of piqued me into, well, you know, we could do a program. So I went ahead and got all my producer stuff out of the way and started producing a program. When it was tape, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't little zip. Right. It was tape, and that was long. Those, oh sure. yeah, yeah, that was.
0: What was the name of your show?
2: Christian Life. Christian Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also did a Spanish show. Uh, uh, if I can remember how to pronounce it, it's been quite a while. Uh, Cervico Espanol. In fact, I think it's still somebody still has it on. Mm-hmm. Or that's what's weird. You know, they did. It's like you're you're broadcasting a program, but the, what they call it. bottom part of where you say the program, is not the program, it's something totally else. It's like, you know, it's it's like, it's hard to get them on the same page of the programs, you know. Uh,
0: Um, What was your first impression of AOC back back in the day to (laughs) now, the way that technology has evolved? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Tremendous, tremendous difference. Um, uh, Like I said, you know, back then it was like, Real to real, it's kind of editing, and mm-hmm. the um, the studios were kind of rough. Back then. <laughs> sure. But I worked. I worked on backdrops for the studio. I did, mm-hmm. I did all kind of things. The, did the guest room as as guests come in. There's a room that I designed, so uh, it would be a nice place for them to sit and wait for their program to come on, and then just. Just, just different things around the studio, but it's so, you know, there wasn't TriCaster back then, mm-hmm. you know, there's, uh, it was neat, I mean, the way it, it was progressing was, was good because there weren't staying there. As the technology came into being, we started gathering it, you know. Mm-hmm. And started training people and getting them aware and how to you know kind of do do away with a lot of uh, bottlenecks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Try to get get away from that. So yeah, it was great. You know, and and the guys who were working, uh, like William, he's he's still here. Um, and uh, and uh, ah, my memory's shot. That's okay. You know who I'm talking about? The the guy. Uh, Mm. I just Matt 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 <laughs> Matt. I knew uh, I met Matt when he was he was he had a band. I don't know if you knew about. The,
0: I've heard about the band. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, always, I keep asking him, well, Hey, why don't you start playing music again?" Yeah, uh, it's like yeah. I knew when they were in school. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so it's been a while back, and that was back there. So when we had the opportunity to come here, it was like tremendous, you know, because all the technology that we have now, you know. You now we have talking head studios, and now we have a full-blown studio, you know. And then we have the cameras to go with it, you know, mm-hmm. we have all the technology. And then the editing, the training, all all those things have advanced to keep up with what's going on technology-wise, so mm-hmm. that's, that's encouraging because it's not—they're not, they're not you know, just sitting and oh well, this is what we got. So yeah, okay, it's broken. Don't fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a lot different. Yeah, I don't. And the people who like Ed, you know, he's uh, and I love him. He's this tremendous guy. You know? He is. Yeah. He Yes.
0: Yeah. So, are there any projects in the future that you'd like to work on at AOC, or is this?
2: Pretty much your main well, there, focus. Actually, was, yeah, it's funny that you should say that. Because, um, yeah, I've, I've thought about uh, doing a program, uh, uh, a Christian program, and possibly doing a musical program with different players around the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much, I, well, maybe as a showcase forum. You know, for them. Um, do do we still do the the radio? Yes. What's the name of
0: it? Uh, Cypress Street Radio. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah, It's caught on, uh, which is neat. Mm-hmm. Anyway, though, yeah, I, a couple of those, and possibly I've been trying to get a. Um, she's a um, her. Um, no, not a Um uh, uh, She's a doctorate of like uh, what is it? I'm sorry, my That's memory okay. is, yeah, medication <laughs> messes me up. Uh, anyway, she's uh, she does uh, he- homeopathic. Okay. Yeah. So to get her to come. Give the knowledge that she has. Uh, it's it's. Um, you ever hear you ever you ever hear Tit do it?
0: Yes, hardhead.
2: You got it. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I, I I would only want to do somebody who feels comfortable with doing it. I thought about a program called. Uh, it was on a radio program. Is called To Ever Man an Answer, where. You, would, you had three uh, pastors, and people would call in mm-hmm. with different questions um. of the Bible, and and you would have three of them being able to dissect, you know, and give the answer that that uh, n- might not be the answer you want, uh-huh. <laughs> but will be the yeah. answer that's biblical, you know. Right. Yeah.
0: Um. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. And, okay, and second or first? <laughs> Third.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, cool.
0: wow. um, if you could spend one day one in day. in someone else's shoes, who would it be and why?
2: Well, somebody who wears a size 11. <laughs>
0: <wants it.
2: laughs> Whose shoe would I want to be in?
0: And it could be living or deceased. It oh, could be someone from... Wow. Past, I'm a historical figure, celebrity.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I read the question that was that was sent to me, and uh, you know, because of what's in here, my answer would be. I'm sorry for the microphone. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't be in his shoes. But I like to be in the shoes of somebody who followed him, like um, Peter, James, mm-hmm. one of those that would be a follower of Jesus and to be in for one day back in the, back in the day. But the persecution I know is there, so those mm-hmm. are the things I have to think. Could, could I take it? Mm-hmm. Could I take the persecution? Right now, sitting here, I say, Yeah, I can do it. But sitting back then.
0: Right, right.
2: And be, uh, be, it might be like Peter, you know. He denied him three times. So,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Well, with religion being an important uh, part of your life, what would you say um, you've learned the most? Um, I and mean, what's the most important lesson in life that you've learned so far?
2: Forgiveness
0: expand more on that well
2: well two things actually forgiveness and mercy because uh, the way we treat each other requires both of those things Mm -hmm. no matter what if you're married or if you're on the street and you run across somebody uh, who needs help or just somebody hey how how are you doing if you're driving a car, and, and, he, and somebody cuts you off, you know, hmm. is our first reaction is, wow Right? Right. If, if your mindset is on the humanistic side of it, but if you're truly with, within the spirit then the spirit will guide you to, to not be that one that comes out, but more of. They might have cut you off because they were in a rush, because their mother's in the hospital, their wife is in the hospital, something we don't know about that's taking place. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to forgive, and we have we have to practice mercy. On on the people that we're constantly in contact with, because mercy is all about forgiveness. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Within your your church, uh, have you um, done any type of missionary type work or um, or non profit work, helping you know do outreach in the community? Yeah. Okay, tell me more about that.
2: No, I refuse. (laughs) What what the. Here's the thing. Have you ever read the Bible? Yes. Okay. You ever read the part that says, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's how I feel about that. Okay. Is that me telling you, you know, about all the things interacting and what I've done, it wasn't for reward and it's not for me to broadcast it to anybody. It's, my father knows what I've done, so, mm-hmm. so that in itself, I, I, you know, when people go around, well, we did this, we did that. And, well, he you're said, not
0: doing it for the publicity. Yeah, right?
2: well, you know what right. he sa- He says, right? You have your reward mm-hmm. when you open your mouth and spout out all the things that you've done. Mm-hmm. Your reward is that's it. Right. He's not. He's not going to reward you for that. He's gonna reward you for the silence. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's I could go on but I don't because no,
0: that's that's a very humble uh response and a very good response. Um if you could have dinner with anyone.
2: Yeah, well hold on. Okay. What what kind of dinner?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh it could be a barbecue. Ooh. It could be whatever you want. Ooh. You're the chef.
2: I, oh, well, I am a chef. I, <laughs> oh,
0: oh, are you? <laughs> uh, so you're preparing a meal, and you can invite anyone uh, living or deceased to the table. Who would you invite?
2: Oh, only one person. <laughs> <laughs> only one. Jesus would be, that would be it.
0: What would you ask him if he would be in front of you?
2: Oh, are you kidding? are you kidding? <laughs> well, what I ask him man there was so many things that you that would just blow your mind i mean you, there's so it's like it said in the bible if everything that he did was written there wouldn't be enough books to keep it to hold mm-hmm. all the information mm-hmm. so most people say well you know why would you You know, why did you die? You know, why did you, you could have just waved your hand and everything had been a okay. The thing of it is, we needed salvation. Okay? Because we're horrible at it. So God's law required a sacrifice. And he was a sacrifice. The spotless one. Nothing on him. And that's what saved us. And those are the things that you you know. But there's other things like, well, how was it working with your father as a carpenter? Mm-hmm. You know, simple questions, not not life changing questions, mm-hmm. unless you want to know what's it all about. Well, what's it all about? Is God's plan for our salvation to go? and be with Him forever and ever. That's His plan.
0: What's the one thing about you that no one else knows?
2: No one else knows? Or
0: that few people know, that you wouldn't mind saying on camera.
2: Oh. (laughs) About me? Um... That no one else knows. Hmm.
0: Like any fears or phobias or.
2: Phobias. Oh, uh, airplanes. Airplanes. Yeah, that's part of my PTSD. Oh, I see. Uh, my wife knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: my wife knows. Oh, let's uh, switch gears again. Yes. Um, what about music? What type of music do you like to listen to, or movies or TV shows that you like to watch? for us entertainment
2: oh music I play music
0: you play music what yeah. instrument do you play
2: I play keyboard guitar in fact I was working on a guitar before I came here
0: gotcha
2: and I still I'm still having problems with uh, I'm gonna have to take it to a friend of mine Kevin over at prop earnings um, mm-hmm. yeah I play keyboard I have ten guitars not bragging but just <laughs> just fascinated with it because most of the guitars I have are cheap that I bought just to find out the quality of them and see if you could uh, improve on them mm-hmm. uh, by pickups and necks and making the intonation all perfect and stuff. So I found out, yeah, the $100 guitars that i bought are, you know, a few just…
0: Do you write your own music or yes. do you play? Okay. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. What are your songs about?
2: Christianity uh, uh, in fact a friend of mine we're gonna work on uh, he's a, he's a lead guitar player he I played with him when I was at church and uh, he's left the church and uh, but he's a he plays guitar he's really improved a lot I mean tremendous amount so yeah. him and I this past Saturday uh, played and we won't He wants to help me with uh, the songs that I've written. Uh, I've got four songs as far as for, I've got older songs, but these are newer songs, Uh, upbeat. Some of them are kind of uh, uplifting because it takes you from where you're at and brings you through the process of knowing that God, through jesus christ can take you from brokenness to being totally healed uh, those kind of songs and uh, upbeat songs also mm-hmm. this is different different because uh, i'm not i'm not a this is what i do and i only do it in the a minor chord and i don't use anything else right i want Upbeat, and so I have a keyboard. I I, it's a a recording studio that I have in a room, Mm -hmm. not big enough, but (laughs) never big enough. Musically,
0: who who were people that influenced you?
2: When I was growing up, Otis Redding, Mm -hmm. uh, back the soul music back in the day uh, when I was a teenager. All those, it wasn't anything Christian. It was all what people call secular. But a friend of mine told me that the music that's not vulgar, uh, but just different happy or sad songs or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, they're all coming from a source that, uh a musical thing you know people connect on a musical level like nothing else mm-hmm. you know nothing else it can make you cry happy you know you name it all the spectrum of humanity you know takes mm-hmm. place in music so um anyway i'm rambling now
0: no no no. i'm, I'm looking for those long answers <laughs> um, it sounds like your faith has has carried you through uh many times in your life how um, did that begin? Were your parents Christian and, and brought you up with this background, or is it something that you discovered later on in
2: life? Well, my my dad, no, he didn't go to church. My mom went to church, but uh, raising, I was raised a Catholic, you know, I was... Mm-hmm. Uh, baptized and went through all the stations of confirmation, Holy Communion, and all that good stuff. Uh, that was what I was raised. My mom took me to church, and I became an altar boy, uh, Catholic church. I went to, I became an altar boy at a church called St. Patrick's, so it kind of goes yeah. Anyway, I was there for a few years. I learned the mass in Latin. So that's kind of different. Anyway, from there, went through sin. Just, you know, run around, drunk, you name it, whatever. All the good, bad things, right? Mm -hmm. That's what people call them. Mm -hmm. Went through that phase, and then one day, I was working. Oh, I was. I didn't tell you. I was also a what they call a logging engineer. Whenever they drill a well, we monitor the gas that's coming out, or the, if they hit gas or they hit oil, and we would tell them, mm-hmm. you know, and and record all the good information. We used to go out on a job for months at a time, and we'd. We stay on on the in the trailer, and that's where it started. I just picked up a Bible and just started reading it, and it it uh, it just opens your eyes, Mm -hmm. you know. But the thing of it is, uh, not anybody can pick up a Bible and have what I call revelation, and that's accurate. All I mean is the words being revealed to you. And I don't mean selected that, oh, that I'm better than you, and you know, it's it's, he calls everybody, but not everybody responds, mm-hmm. you know? So when you start reading and you start opening up yourself, then your eyes start becoming open, you know? because he didn't leave us helpless he gave us his word through, through a human being writing it down and then that's what he said yeah but it was man you know man wrote it he, you know, he wrote it out and so it's just man mm-hmm. but, but if you read it, it you can realize that no it's more than man it's the spirit the Holy Spirit that would, opens it up are you you know because he wants that communication with you you know he wants to you be with him and him be with you you know and you I mean and that's that's the that's the mm-hmm. more, most profound thing is to know that that connection between you and him is everything truly is everything so and you can imagine The connection you have now is like this. But when you go (laughs) to Jerusalem, it's going to be like...
0: Well, let's talk about that day. Um, Yes. When you do pass away, how do you want people to remember you?
2: That... uh, that I open my eyes and realize that my connection with God is the most important thing. I'm married. My connection with my wife is important. But if she wasn't connected to God, I don't, I don't think we'd be together. Mm-hmm. Because He puts us in relationships uh, if we allow Him to. He will make that connection. I want I want people to realize that me about me is that I learned my lesson.
0: That's very important. In closing, is there anything else uh, about you that you'd like to share with our audience um, that's uh, watching this interview?
2: To share with them? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> drop everything, <laughs> turn away from what you're doing if you're not with your connection with God. Make that connection. It's it's important for you because it's the difference between living forever or dying in this life. And it in And he doesn't want it to be that way. And a Christian like myself, I'm sorry, the microphone. Uh, A Christian, a true Christian wants the same thing for everybody that he comes in contact with because the truth about the hereafter and what's going to take place after we're gone uh, is real. Mm -hmm. It's really real. And the, the, the best thing you can do is open your eyes and your heart to the truth anyway I don't mean I didn't mean to uh, what is the word there's a word for trying to convert people to Christianity <laughs> <laughs> that's not I mean it's not that but I mean that's the thing that moves that moves you towards people you know is to, is to oh well I you know I, I saved this person no I don't I, I don't buy into that I didn't save nobody. You know. That's the thing. I don't I don't have the power to save you. You know. You're the only one that has that power. The only one that can save you through the acceptance of Jesus Christ as your Savior and that He died for you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't mean to ramble, but and Take the moments to forgive. Definitely forgive. And love the people that you're with. Just love them. Like nothing else. Anyway. Sounds
0: good. Thank you, Patrick, for you're being welcome, here. You're welcome, Mary. Very good interview. Appreciate you being here today and taking the time out of your schedule to do that. Mm-hmm.
1: Cast is produced by AOC Community Media. Contributors include Othello Andrus, Mary Baudouin, Ed Bowie, Lillian Dejon, Annette Diaz, Joe Boosie Ferguson, Nancy Judice, Joseph Klasanen, William McFarlane, Matt Roberts, Skip Shannon, Christy Tracy, Jasmine Tillery, Jacob White, and Shahid Williams. Music in today's episode Luna's Little Friend Ukulele Instrumental by Ivan Shu, Yurikosh Key by nagno the long goodbye by john pazdan aoc community media is located at the rosa parks transportation center 101 jefferson street suite 100 lafayette louisiana 70501 for more information go to our website at aocinc.org call 337-232-4434 or email info at aocinc.org until next time Stay informed and engaged.